Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Welcome back. 203-333-9422. Joining us in studio right now is David Hertz from Mayor of Bridgeport. He is the Republican nominee. He is a local lawyer as well. Uh, and um, he's licensed in both New York and Israel, which is always very interesting. We could have a whole other conversation about that right now. Talk about Israel being in the news. David Hertz, welcome to the show today. Hello. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm, are we good with audio? We want it higher? You want you closer. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm going to put you on that one. Okay, okay. now speak. You can good? Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Is that much better? Okay, good. Excellent. And you can lift it up, David, if you want. Make it more comfortable. That's great. First of all, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. You are the Republican nominee? Yes. It's, okay. a, it's a little easier to get that one than the Democratic was one. There, was there any, um, you know... Uh, primary conversation? Were there any other people who wanted it? No, there was a Republican town committee meeting, and the question was who wanted to run. So So you said you would run. I figured this this way I could get on your show. So, (laughs) And here you are. That's fantastic. Here you are. Great. Um, So, and and you know what? We're going to do it on video, too. Of course, naturally, I'm on low power. I would, of course, of course, I would be on low power mode. Anyway, David, uh, congratulations. So let's talk about Bridgeport first. Sure. Why do you want to run? And what would you do differently as mayor than is being done right now? Why do I want to run first is, uh, I guess, to balance the conversation. Um, I was reading, for instance, uh, Looney and Duff's uh, editorial two days ago and they seem to think that the world looks a certain way. Um, and some people just see things differently. Um, one of the things, one of the reasons is just I love to be out there with the people. I love to listen to the people. I love to, to experience the people. I'm also active on the Bridgeport Regional Business Council, so I get out to the business openings and we get out to the, um, I have a lot of fun with that. Um, I think the reason why I want to run or the I want to be mayor is because I think Republicans come with a different conversation, uh, the conversation being one of personal responsibility rather than looking to the state to solve our problems. Um, I am 
and we talk about affordable housing being the issue, and I look at it differently. I say, well, if we actually had people getting married and having families, then they'd be investing in the world differently. They'd have a different buy-in, and maybe we should be encouraging that, is is how do we make Bridgeport family safe? How do we make uh, children have a father? How do we do things like that? If we can work on that side of the issue, then people can afford the housing. Um, I think we over-regulate, we over-gift. Um, it's really easy to, uh, I was thinking about it on the way here today. Um, do you want to make it, you know, uh, how do you make a useless husband? You know, when he sits there and he tries to make you a meal in the morning or he tries to do something nice for you, you say, oh, get out of my kitchen, that doesn't work. Instead of saying, okay, you tried, I really appreciate it. Maybe we can work on your cooking skills a little bit. And I think we do that too much. The state is... Um, trying to be in loco parentis, but it's without the wagging finger on the other side of that. Um, You know, if you give something, and I think maybe I'm just romanticizing 100 years ago and 70 years ago in pre-FDR America when people actually, uh, how should we say, when there was a other side of the tracks and there were people that were homeless and that was okay, but there was a different ladder um, there was a different shame. Pre, if Pre-Roosevelt were. country, the average lifespan of a United States man was 47 years old. Pre-Roosevelt, one in seven people lived on farms, maybe yep. more. Uh, it's very difficult to compare today's society to pre-Roosevelt. That's true. Um, but I think we had a different agency and we had a different... Uh, if you look at like the, the Depression, right? When the Depression came, the shame of people being unemployed... Mm-hmm. Um, and their desire to be out there again, as opposed to saying, taking a look at what are my rights and how, how much time can I get on my unemployment? Uh, okay, I get six months, so now they're extended it. Uh, I, I think we look at the world differently. We look at, at the rights. We don't look at the responsibilities. Um, and, you know, unfortunately... Well, we, you live in Bridgeport. I live in Bridgeport, yes. How long have you lived in Bridgeport? I've been in Bridgeport back in, I've been back in the States for three years. I've been in Bridgeport for all of that. I was in Israel from 2004 to 2016. Okay. um, And I grew up in Stanford. You grew up in Stanford. Yes. So why did you choose to live in Bridgeport? Because I bought a practice in Bridgeport. I I was, uh, Israel wasn't doing it for me. Okay. Uh, My mother's still in Stanford. My father died a few years ago. Um, and, and what about your family? In. Did you come with a wife and kids and all that no, that you're talking about? No, my wife's in Israel. Okay. My wife's in Israel. Your I'm, wife's in Israel. Are you one of those useless <laughs> husbands, David Hertz? Is that what you're saying to uh, <laughs> I felt that way for too long. <laughs> yeah, you know. I would say chronically uh, underemployed in Israel. Mm. Um, and there was How a, was your Hebrew? Was that part of it? In it's gotten words. a lot. I was a teacher for a while in okay. Israel, actually. So, okay. um, you know, you go and you learn the Hebrew, and that's great. Um, and then you go into the classroom, and then they make sure you speak properly. Of course. You, you don't want to say it wrong once, and the students will... will we'll let you know. <laughs> They'll let you know. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, could you practice law not being a native speaker in Israel? That might have been hard, I would think. Um, Maybe I didn't try. Maybe I didn't buy in enough to that vision. Uh, you can. A lot of people work with companies that are doing work overseas. Israel has a big tech. No- yeah, it's all uh, tech there. It's all tech there. And all that tech needs to be licensed overseas. And the logistics as you go across borders. So those are those are things that I'm sure there is, is plenty of work in, uh, whether you're doing it as a lawyer or otherwise. Um, you know, I also speak German. So um, 
But anyway, so so word. Israel lost its appeal for you. You came back here. You decided to live in Bridgeport. Now you're running for mayor. We're chatting with David Hertz. So uh, what are the issues of this campaign? Are you going to get to debate whoever the Democratic uh, choice is, I don't do you know, think? but I, I ran into Mr. Ganim yesterday at the uh, police awards ceremony, mm-hmm. which was which was fun. Um, moving. It's, it's just, it's such a wonderful city. Uh, what are the issues? Uh, the issues are uh, economic development, obviously. Um, I take, have a different take on housing. It used to be that, you know, developers would, you know, up to the border of Bridgeport would be great, but then trying to do business in Bridgeport was, uh, how should we say, difficult. Um, okay. Uh, so I don't know every neighborhood intimately. I certainly don't know it as, as well as Mr. Ganim does. What um, neighborhood do you live in? I live uh, at Beardsley Park right across from the park. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty it's, there. Oh, it's beautiful yeah, there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so, you know, up from Boston. It's it's a different part of town than other part, uh, obviously. Um, Have you been following the issue of Testa's restaurant and the zoning oh, yeah. there? I don't know that area well enough, but I know on Park Avenue, as, as Melissa says, you know, Park Avenue's got some other big buildings on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I haven't followed Testo's. Um, I don't know how tightly he's tied in with the family and, and, and if that makes a difference. Um, but we knew about that. You know, it's like they knew it was coming. It's not like this was new in the zoning. It's like, oh, we're finally doing it. And then the, the world erupts. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So, but no, I don't, I don't have a dog in that race one way or the other. Okay. Um, all right. So. We're chatting with David Hertz. Hey, listen, we were chatting just before. I'm curious, as a elected, uh, as a nominated Republican, as an avowed Republican uh, in our state, what do you make of the indictment? What are your reactions to that? I haven't read the indictment. Um, I voted for Trump uh, both times. Um, I wish we didn't have, you know, I, I'm like... I'm like that person. I wish I didn't have to vote for the other against the other person. Um, I'm not. Uh, do you uh, have to? If I look at where the the left has gone, yeah, you do. I, I feel like I do. Okay, I and don't, why I don't, is that? Uh, you know, the push towards. I mean, I know it's a fringe issue, uh, but the whole thing about uh, choosing your own pronoun, mm-hmm. uh, losing objective reality mm-hmm. altogether. I don't think the left has has a 
has a litmus test for when you've gone too far. I think the push towards equity as opposed to equal opportunity. Uh, we grew up in a world of equal opportunity of Martin Luther King Jr.'s, uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s vision of a colorblind society. Uh, and here we are doing everything we can to be racist again, to uh, judge on the basis of skin color and avowed identities and things like that, and it, it just has no place. Um, you know, I'm also strongly against uh, hate crimes. I, I don't think you should have a, not hate crimes. I'm against crime. Of course. But, you, you know, if like you call idea. me a dirty yeah. Jew while you're kicking me, I don't think that deserves an upgrade on the sentence. <laughs> you know, it's, it might speak to your intent, but um, I'm babbling. So I'll, no, I'll I let get, you do I the actually, conversation. I actually get all of that. I understand exactly what you're saying about the hate crimes. I've always had a problem with that, too. Because, but we're lawyers. We go yes. from the mens rea and the overt act, right? So we yeah, see we also, things a little differently. Yeah, we're looking at safe spaces now. We look at people who say, well, I can't, I, I, the conversation, you're trying to direct other people's conversation. When the left goes to do that, it has gone too far. When you say, I need to use a particular pronoun for you, okay, enroll me, fine. You, you really don't feel like you're a woman and you feel like you're a man today, fine. Enroll me, dress that way, but don't make it a matter of law. Um, okay, but here's my question. I want to just circle back. Sure. The Republicans are uh, still allowing, as a party, Donald Trump to be on the ballot, right? They make their own rules. If they wanted to, they could say, we don't want him to be on the ballot because w they could say, if they wanted to, that he doesn't meet their standards of being on the ballot. They're not going to do that. There are too many people who love Donald Trump. My question to you is, as a Republican, is there anything that you think uh, that could happen right now that would um, possibly veer the Republican Party away from nominating Donald Trump? How many people in politics do you know that really have courage? I mean, I mean, Mike real... Pence had courage. Okay, uh, but he had a lot know, of courage, actually. And okay. by the way, I probably wouldn't agree with him necessarily on a lot of the ways he would vote, but I have to tell you that I really admire him as an individual. I really admire his courage. Absolutely. But I think when you get into party politics at the national, they're not going to go against Trump. I don't know if it was you that was mentioning it before. Um, they're afraid of his base. I think it's ridiculous. I didn't mention I, that. I didn't talk okay. about that. Uh, I don't know who was saying it earlier, but... Um, yeah, I think I think it would be good. I don't know the national workings well enough to know uh, if you can just opt him out of if the doers and shakers of the Republican Party can just opt him out of their primary system or kick him out. Um, conduct unbecoming. Sure. He's done plenty of stuff that's unbecoming. I would really like to have someone other than Biden and Trump as the two nominees. I think they're both tainted and they're both. Yeah. Old, too. They're old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they are. Yes. We can all agree on that, regardless of our politics. Can we all agree that they're both old? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Maybe it, too old for the job, for the stresses of the job? Well, you know, that's for their doctors to determine. No, that's for the voters to determine. Okay, so. It's for the voters to determine. You know, and uh, I could ask the same question, though. It's like, how come the Democratic Party is not saying... Joe, it's time to step down. Good question. 
But you're a Republican, so that's why I'm asking you about your party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm asking you only because you're running as a nominee for not just an average Republican. You're running as a Republican standard bearer to be the mayor of Bridgeport. Absolutely. Um, but I don't think the Republican – I don't think – Trump represents Republican values. Trump is for Trump. Trump isn't necessarily for classic Republican values. Um, I also tend to be a, a fairly on the liberal side, uh, but then I, also, uh, I wish I could, you know, go into it for hours on, you know, my views about education and my views about other things. Um, well, good luck with the campaign, well, David Hurst. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to be right back. You're welcome to stick around if you like. Wayne Winston is coming in in just a moment. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.